An abstract of the civil law and statute law now in force in relation to piracy of the general history of the pirates volume one this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by barry eads the general history of the pirates volume one by charles johnson an abstract of the civil law and the statute law now in force in relation to piracy a pirate is hostis humanus generis a common enemy with whom neither faith nor oath is to be kept according to tully and by the laws of nature princes and states are responsible for their neglect if they do not provide remedies for restraining these sorts of robberies though pirates are called common enemies yet they are properly not to be termed so he is only to be honored with that name says cicero who hath a commonwealth a court a treasury consent and concord of citizens and some way if occasion be of peace and league but when they have reduced themselves into a government or state as those of algier sally tripoli tunis and the like they then are allowed the solemnities of war and the rights of legation if letters of marquis be granted to a merchant and he furnishes out a ship with a captain and mariners and they instead of taking the goods or ships of that nation against whom their commission is awarded take the ship and goods of a friend this is piracy and if the ship arrive in any part of his majesty's dominions it will be seized and forever lost to the owners but they are no way liable to make satisfaction if a ship is assaulted and taken by the pirates for redemption of which the master becomes a slave to the captors by the law marine the ship and lading are tacitly obliged for his redemption by a general contribution but if it happen through his own folly then no contribution is to be made if subjects in enmity with the crown of england are aboard an english pirate in company with english and a robbery is committed and they are taken it is felony in the english but not in the stranger for it was no piracy in them but the depredation of an enemy and they will be tried by a martial law if piracy is committed by subjects in enmity with england upon the british seas it is properly only punishable by the crown of england who have istud regimen and dominion exclusive of all other power if piracy be committed on the ocean and the pirates in the attempt be overcome the captors may without any solemnity of condemnation hang them up at the mainyard if they are brought to the next port and the judge rejects the trial or the captors cannot wait for the judge without peril or loss justice may be done upon them by the captors if merchandise be delivered to a master to carry to one port and he carries it to another and sells and disposes of it this is not felony but if after unlading it at the first port he retakes it it is piracy if a pirate attack a ship and the master for redemption gives his oath to pay a sum of money though there be nothing taken yet it is piracy by the law marine if a ship is riding an anchor and the mariners all ashore and a pirate attack her and rob her this is piracy if a man commit piracy upon the subjects of any prince or republic though an enmity with us and brings the goods into england and sells them in a market overt the same shall bind, and the owners are forever excluded. 
If a pirate enters a port of this kingdom, and robs a ship at anchor there, it is not piracy, because not done, super ultimare, but is robbery at common law, because infra corpus comitatus. A pardon of all felonies does not extend to piracy, but the same ought to be especially named. By 28H8, murders and robberies committed upon the sea, or in other places, where the admiral pretends jurisdiction, shall be inquired into, tried, heard, and determined, in such places and counties within the realm, as shall be limited by the king's commission, in like manner as if such offences were done at land. And such commissions, being under the great seal, shall be directed to the Lord Admiral, his lieutenant or deputy, and to three or four such others as the Lord Chancellor shall name. The said commissioners, or three of them, have power to inquire of such offences by twelve lawful men of the country, so limited in their commission, as if such offences were done at land, within the same county, and every indictment so found and presented shall be good in law, and such order, progress, judgment, and execution shall be used, had, done, and made thereupon, as against offenders for murder and felony done at land. Also the trial of such offences, if they be denied, shall be had by twelve men of the country, limited in the said commission, as aforesaid, and no challenge shall be had for the hundred, and such as shall be convict of such offences, shall suffer death without benefit of clergy, and forfeit land and goods, as in case of felonies and murders done at land. This act shall not prejudice any person or persons, urged by necessity, for taking victuals, cables, ropes, anchors, or sails, out of another ship that may spare them, so as they either pay ready money or money worth for them, or give a bill for the payment thereof, if on this side the Straits of Gibraltar, within four months, if beyond, within twelve months. When any such commission shall be sent to any place within the jurisdiction of the Sinki ports, it shall be directed to the warden of the said ports, or his deputy with three or four other persons, as the Lord Chancellor shall name, and the inquisition or trial of such offences there shall be made and had by the inhabitants of the said ports and members of the same. By 11 and 12 W, 3 C, 7. If any natural-born subjects or denizens of England commit piracy, or any act of hostility against His Majesty's subjects at sea, under color of a commission or authority from any foreign prince or state or person whatsoever, such offenders shall be adjudged pirates. If any commander or master of a ship or seaman or mariner give up his ship, etc., to pirates, or combine to yield up or run away with any ship, or lay violent hand on his commander, or endeavor to make a revolt in the ship, he shall be adjudged a pirate. All persons who after the twenty-ninth of September, 1720, shall set forth any pirate, or be aiding or assisting to any such pirate, committing piracy on land or sea, or shall conceal such pirates, or receive any vessel or goods pirately taken, shall be adjudged accessory to such piracy, and suffer as principles. By 4 G. C. 11, Section 7, all persons who have committed, or shall commit any offences, for which they ought to be adjudged pirates, by the Act 11 and 12, W. 3, C. 7, may be tried for every such offence, 
in such manner as by the Act 28H8C15 is directed for the trial of pirates, and shall not have the benefit of clergy. Section 8. This Act shall not extend to persons convicted or attainted in Scotland. Section 9. This Act shall extend to His Majesty's dominions in America, and be taken as a public act. Finesse. End of An Abstract of the Civil Law and Statute Law Now in Force in Relation to Piracy End of The General History of the Pirates, Volume 1, by Charles Johnson